Good morning or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for downloading and listening to our Southampton versus Norwich City big match build-up show podcast. Now, Saints, we had an outbreak of happiness on Saturday night after we finally found our first home win of the season against Watford. But can Saints now capitalise and make it back-to-back home wins with a victory against Norwich this Wednesday. So we are live with Clive this week and we take your comments and discussion alongside our Watford review and Norwich previews. So thanks for joining us. Let's kick off the show. Good evening one and all. Hopefully you can hear us loud and clear on YouTube. I'm going to trust you in the comments to let us know if we're too quiet or too loud. But on the show this week then live with Clive. How are you, mate? Clive live at nine. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Just back for me walking football. So, uh, yeah, good little session up Eastleigh Football Club. Keep and fit away in the we cold. go. Keep Keep, the... Oh, yeah, it's all right. It was all right. It was dry, wasn't it? It's nice and dry, so it's good. It's been absolutely bitter uh, the last 12, 14 hours. But that's small talk anyway, Clive. Look, let's get into the nitty-gritty then. Let's take a look back quickly at... Uh, at the weekend, a much-needed win, mm. uh, Saints 2, Watford 1. How did you see it? Looking down the barrel, weren't we? But we've come out of it smelling the roses and we've got a chance. How did I see it? Oh, my God, that first half was so bad. Yet again, third mm. game running. What are we doing at home? We we can do it away. We look decent. We do look really decent. But at home, the players clam up. The crowd gets edgy. It just doesn't flow. And and the first halves of all these games, it's you can't do it against Norwich. We've got to be up for it straight away. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think Saints were utterly uninspired for that first, I think fair to say, about hour. So, you know, first mm. 75 minutes, hundreds dissing, cussing, uh, swearing, <laughs> effing, jeffing, you know, War Prowse, others, you know, all our efforts at halftime. But why do you think they were so nervous for? I don't know. It's It's... It's something that builds up over time, isn't it? And you, you haven't won for so long. And it's just confidence. I, I really think it's confidence. And I do feel we've got a lot of youngsters in there. And I do feel a little bit more experience might help. Certainly when Shane came on, he's, we all know Shane's limitations. Mm. But he gave them a bit of energy up front and, and a bit of nous and a bit of, let's give the centre half something to do instead of having an easy life. Um, yeah, it was though, wasn't it? And, you know, he's he, he keeps saying he's not the greatest footballer. He doesn't score many goals, but he, he keeps them occupied and he will run, run, run all day mm. and, he'll, and he'll bother them. I mean, it was a, it was the proverbial game of two halves. Before we go on, actually, just a quick hello mm. to uh, everybody in the comments. Hello, Dean. Uh, uh, hello, Mark. Uh, and a uh, great comment, actually, Mark. Uh, I've got a curry on the way and the ugliest streaming can like, get any better. Well, with Papa Dom's, maybe. <laughs> uh, Mark, tell yeah. us what curry you have. A uh, quick curry of choice, Clive? Um, Benali. Um, <laughs> goodness me. Uh, lamb. Lamb. Biryani. Bolty. Lamb Bolty. Okay, okay. Lamb Good Bolty, spice. yes. But spice yes. in your life. Love it. Uh, yeah. And hello, uh, Botty, and hello, uh, Damon. Good to see you all in the comments. Right. Uh, yeah, the proverbial game of two halves, though, Clive, wasn't it? 
Completely, Freddie. And why do we keep doing it first half? Why is it so bad? Why are we, you know, you go out, you set your stall out, you're in the changing room before the game. Everyone should be keyed up. Everyone should be fired up for that first 20 minutes. We just go to pieces. Mm. And we might, we, we, three games, and I, I guess the Everton performance was probably the worst of the lot in the first half. But it's got to change on Wednesday night. If, if We've given ourselves a chance. We've had a lifeline. We've had a shot in the arm. You know, and we've 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 got a run of fixtures where yes, we could you could be middle of the table by the end of the week. So don't look a gift horse in the mouth. We've lift, we've looked two gift horses in the mouth this season. Tottenham away when the guy got sent off, and Arsenal when we created all those chances and didn't put them away. Mm. Should be five points better off. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we've right? also had a lot of VAR decisions yeah, go for us as well. And, you know, partly again, sort of going for us again at the weekend against Watford. Um, let's quickly look at the Watford goal, though. It was almost a kamikaze back pass. And uh, oh. I think it was Stevens that might have been caught out. Uh, Samuel reckons was Bednarek at fault for the first goal. But whoever it was, Stevens or Bednarek, Ismail. Stevens um, got wrong about... sides. Yeah. yeah, got wrong side. But, but. We talk about defence and we, we, we always think about the back four, but we didn't defend well from the initial throw-in. It was too easy for Watford to get that ball down the line and get that next flick on. And then, you know, they're big lumps up front. They got pace. That's going to cause us bother. And we, we, we added to that bother with a mistake by Stevens. So it starts at the front and it's, it's defending as a team. It's something we've got to be so much better than. My, my gut feeling, looking at the, the way that the Premier League's panning out, is that you're going to need 40 points this season. It, it, it could well be the case. You don't know. It could, things could change. A, a team could nosedive. But it looks a lot stronger, doesn't it? That third mm. place is going to be tough. I mean, I think. you know, this win has gave us uh, so much importance. You know, three points mm. kind of, Closes the gap against Everton. Thankfully, they lost as well. Norwich only picked up a point as well. So, you know, we could be looking at ourselves out of the bottom three come, you know, 10 o'clock Wednesday night. It's it's a great chance, but let's let's not just look at one game. Let's look at, you know, going forward in, into the future. And it's, it, this run of games is a chance to get out of it, definitely. Mm. It's a, it's, a, it's a crucial time. and um... It's confidence, Freddie. It's about momentum. As much as we had that, OK, it's a bit, bit back in time, but from League One to the Premiership, we had that momentum. Once you get something going, the crowd starts to believe again. I, I just think everybody's, we've got that gallows humour, haven't we, in, in the crowd. <laughs> People are singing songs and it's just like, I mean, it's hard. Look, guys, it's hard enough to be a Saints fan, isn't it? We will love our city. We love our football club, but... Sometimes they drive you nuts mm. and it's hard enough to be a Saints fan without arguing amongst ourselves. But I've seen I've seen fights breaking out. I've seen things happening this season. It's not very nice, is it, really? I can I can understand people getting passionate and I can understand the, 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 the campaign to get Gow out as well, because with we're looking at it short term. We're looking, how can we get out of this mess? But the long-term situation probably is more important. And when you see the net spend is, is so pathetically low and we're bottom of the league, mm. we, are, we are bottom by a country margin on, on that score. And, and you've, got, you've got clubs like Bournemouth that are pulling 10,000 fans and they're spending twice, three times as much as us. Mm. No, what, what, what is going on? I think the fans have got a right to ask that question. It's always difficult because we're in, we're in a relegation fight and 
You don't want to upset the apple cart, but the question has to be asked and it has to be got out there, I think. Mm. And we saw, you know, um, unrest in the stands, especially at mine, mm. actually, sort of just glancing across. Yeah, tell me about one. it, Freddie, because I'm obviously over in the, the King's Land and to be honest, there was too few of us to get upset with each other. We were all talking to each other from 20 feet away, you know, uh, so... It, yeah, it, it seemed to be quite a nasty little situation. Was it just before half time or? Uh, yes, uh, second half, first half on the second stroke, half, something, something like that. I mean, obviously going yeah. into the break at one nil down, you know, people are starting to insult each other, starting to scrap each other, which is not what we want. We want to be uh, together in this as well, you know, uh, and you know, equally with um, Mark. What, what actually happened there, though? I mean, this, someone got kicked out, didn't I? I noticed the old Bill came in, and there was a to bit be of a honest, To be honest, I didn't see much of it. Um, mm. uh, although, you know, one or two people talked to me after the game and said it might have been two ladies, might have been two idiots, you know, two chaps trying to, you know, scrap each other. I don't know. I couldn't see much right. of where I was sitting, but okay. I mean, it's not okay. what we want. You know, we don't want, uh, in times of need like this, you know, we need to stick together and, you know, equally kind of, uh, equal kind of Mark's comment right here. You know, Clive is absolutely right about, uh, having to defend as a team, you know, the, the, the defense right now, you know, often weak, often, uh, left, uh, wanting something else, mm. you know, uh, often caught out. And, you know, it, it's, it's exampled really by just our goal difference at minus 16, you know, last season yeah. it was almost going for us as an as an advantage as, as an extra point but we are fighting an absolute mountain right now with a with a goal difference of minus 16 well the, the minus nine is obviously what's done that and that's like an extra point that we've lost so not only is it was it a disastrous day but we've we've kind of put ourselves at, at there's only two teams isn't there it's is it Watford and and Norwich that are near us on on goal difference at the moment so mm. I don't think we're going to claw that back. In previous seasons, that's kind of been our advantage that we've had a good, a good goal difference, which is that extra point. And sometimes that's what it comes down to at the end of the season. I mean, look at the, the Swansea situation and, and what was it last year? Last year wasn't so close, but it was still, you know, we, we it, it feels like a lifetime. We've been fighting relegation, doesn't it? Mm. It's hard. It's hard for the fans because we've had a few good seasons and we're still playing some decent football, but. I'll go back to it defensively as a team. And also you have to look at the defence and how are these forwards getting so much space and time in the box? Mm. And I think if we look at some other incidents in, in the Watford game at the weekend, uh, Dean comments, uh, couldn't understand the booing when the defence were keeping the ball when they had no options ahead of them. Yeah, that's that's just frustration from the crowd. And, and I, I kind of questioned it with the guy next to me and he said, well, they've got a right to boo, you know, it's, it, it's, it's frustrating, but it, it does clam the players up. And this is, uh, the Norwich game is such a dog eat dog game. You, mm. you know, you, you've got to get out there and let's hope to God we get a decent start this time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that first 20 minutes. It, it took a while for us to get into the game. Of course, you know, uh, hiding away almost in that first half, come out finally in the second, uh, Redmond Kings, Kings can have my baby so that's <laughs> quite like that but God, he's right he's right and mm. I, I, I don't know if the word hiding I think it's just that again Nathan's one of those guys that comes to life isn't he and, and one minute he can look dog awful and the next minute he's a world beater and away from home he looks so much better which is indicative of the whole team but but Nathan is such a confidence player and I Hiding, perhaps that is the right word. He doesn't 
doesn't want the ball. He doesn't want to do those good things when he's running at people and he's scaring their defence. It's it, well. The, the substitutions made a big difference. Absolutely. And that's my next note, actually. And lots of comments already okay. coming in saying that, you know, we should start Buffal. Uh, we sh- what do we think our strongest lineup is? Uh, 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 thoughts on Oriol, uh, Buffal, Redmond, Moussa Ings. But, you know, Buffal, I think it has to be said, uh, doubts over his fitness before the start of the game. Apparently stubbing his toe against his kitchen table, uh-huh. but comes on, makes an absolute difference, you know, uh, with all the trickery, all the twists and all the turns. And, uh, you know, it was an injection of some enthusiasm in that game. I, I think it's given the crowd a lift. When you're feeling down about your team and then your one of your players starts basically taking the piss yeah. out of the opposition, it, it gives you a lift. You think, oh, we're in this game. You know, we're actually, you know, we've got some decent players out there. We've got a chance. Whereas at half time, it was, it was like, oh my God, when are Watford going to score the second? So it lifted, the, it definitely lifted the crowd. And um, should he start? Well, we, we, we don't know. This it depends how fit he is, doesn't it, really? Mm-hmm. And, and what this toe stubbing, I mean, you wouldn't think it's that bad, would you, really? You, if you're a professional footballer, yeah. I, God, I've played with all sorts of crap and just get on with it. You know, that's your job. That's your job. Get on with it and do do the business. And well, it- Phil, he, he clearly wasn't that bad because if, if you're taking players on like he's taking, he's got that confidence to do mm. that. So he's not even thinking in his mind, oh, I've got a dodgy foot. So just let him go and play. Get mm. him in there. Do your tricks. Open the space up because I think that's one thing we will get against Norwich. I think we will get more space to play. But on the downside of that, I think they're very dangerous going forward. I was very impressed with their movement. Cantwell's come in, done tremendously well, and obviously Pookie is a quality act. Mm. And you know, uh, I think we also have to highlight uh, Gineppo also on the other side. You know, uh, lots of people commenting that we should, uh, you know, after the game immediately saying that we should play Ings, Gineppo, Buffal, Redmond up up front. And Hassan made a great comment, actually. You know, that sort of front four, you know, three, mm. it could yeah. it could strike fear into, into any kind of defence as well. And it's Gineppo that gets down to the byline, you know, fortuitous, apparently uh, a little handball in the build-up. And it's a bit ironic, really, that we've uh, we've managed to score a goal <laughs> what from this equaliser. Uh, what yeah. goes around comes around, right? But uh, Ings, uh, uh, mm. you know, stabs it home and we're equalised and we're suddenly uh, become a lot more positive. Much more positive. And you actually could sniff the victory. I think there was a there was a there was a sea change amongst the feeling in the crowd of of going from Gallo Schumer to uh, we're actually going to win a game of football at home. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> well you go, haven't you? You know, it's been nine months. You could have had a baby, <laughs> really. So it's yeah. Ah, oh, I don't know, Freddie. I don't. I don't I don't get how it's so good sometimes away from home and yet so mm. bad bad at home well, in the attacking attacking shape of things. But I get with the, the mentality of playing those four, but it's about striking the right balance and not leaving yourself too exposed in midfield because the one thing you you need to have is a clean sheet. Mm. <laughs> when, it, you know, great, great in terms of going forward, but you're going to leave big holes in midfield. And this brings us perfectly to Andrew's comment, actually. Uh, baffled, I'm baffled as to why we play better away from home. Why is that? You know, in the past, particularly at the Dell, it was uh, the other way around. Great at home, ter- terrible on the road. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Right. Well, no, we haven't always been terrible on the road. Depends which bit of history you're looking at. But generally, he's right there. Mm. He's right. The Dow, the Dow was something. And I think the difference with the Dow is it, it could lift players. We had that. The fans had the ability to win a game of football. And I'm not sure that's the case at St Mary's. I'm not sure that's the case around the country now. I think there's a different different mindset of fans. They go culture, there. Culture, isn't it? Culture. There's a completely different culture. Um, I, I don't know. I have seen St Mary's rocking a few times, but it's generally when we've played the big teams. Mm. It's it, it's hard. A game like Norwich City, where fans are going there expecting to win, knowing that this is such a crucial game. Yeah, really, really, everybody should be up for it, and everybody yeah. should be. It, and I will notice. I think I think we've lost five thousand tourists. Actually, um, it, it's twenty six thousand. I don't know if they even they probably counted the season ticket holders. It looked a lot less than that, didn't it? Yeah, it looked like um, a lot of empty seats on Saturday. Yeah, but you felt you felt like even though there was a bit of booing, that the guys that were there, they're not there for the glory, are they? Mm. It's it's Watford on a Saturday night. At five thirty, so the basement battle, basement battle. Ah. You felt you felt the warmth of the crowd there at the end, though. That there was still a lot of spirit left, and it was. And why not? Because when we play like we do away from home, there should be hope. Mm. But look, get it right at home, and, and and we we could be in the middle of the table before you know it. Yeah, and you know, obviously, uh, we know the climax of the game now, though, and it was a. Uh, a former Pompey lad hmm. scoring in the 83rd minute, <laughs> seven minutes to go. Does that sound familiar? Not that I'm comparing yeah, I to, saw, the, to the FA I Cup saw somebody final. mentioning that on the Saints thing, Saints archive site. And, well, there you go. Uh, what did there you make of the free Freddy. kick then, Clive? Uh, you know, he, he got it in, it squeezed in, and uh, 2-1 suddenly. Uh, it, it... I thought Foster would have saved it. Mm. To be honest. He hit it well, and it was top, top bins, as they say, today. But I thought he might have saved him. Foster's such a good keeper. Um, yeah, he's he's kind of he's kept Watford in a lot of games. But Watford is starting to be hit, hit a, lot, a lot more of these on target, and I think obviously this you know this practice you know yeah. after hours. Yeah, the one to... at, the one at Tottenham was decent. One that um, mm. it was a good save by Larice that day. Um, it's 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 good. Obviously. Um, his game is is worrying me a lot because the one thing a lot of people criticise him, but is his passing accuracy mm. has been his strength over the years. But it just it just deserted him on on Saturday night. It was awful. But there you go. That's football. He's turned around and, and got the winner. Yeah. And he's got a lot of criticism during the game. He could have easily sulked, gone into a gone into a Redmond hole, and and disappeared. But he didn't, did he? He kept going. He kept fighting. He's a good lad. He's yeah. a good lad. He's got a great attitude. And I hope he turns it around. Yeah. And, you know, some people frustrated by him uh, on Saturday. There's a lot of comments, uh, you know, frustrating to watch yeah. him over the 90 minutes. And he comes good, you know, from the set piece. And, you know, suddenly gives us a lot of hope. Uh, but it's a comeback at the end of the day. And when was the last time we did a comeback? don't know, Freddie. You tell me. You're the fact finder, mate. You've already, you've already mentioned it already. It was the Tottenham game back oh, in March. Oh, Tottenham. Tottenham. But it's, you know, okay. of course, as well, the first home win this season. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, at the end of November for our first well, home people, win. And 
it's, you know, the proverbial kind of monkey off our back. It was just so important. It was a win. And, you know, don't matter how we did it, just we had to win. It was nice that I, I heard people singing as they went out the game, as they went out the ground. And I haven't heard that for a long, long time. There was, there was, it was almost a little bit of disbelief, but yeah, there was a bit of spirit there. And I love that. There was an outbreak of happiness. I'm not sure what happened. There was an outbreak of happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, you know, we hope, of course, we need to build some momentum uh, for for Wednesday night. And as I say, you know, there's a chance to climb out the bottom three after Everton lost. And they've got, obviously, Liverpool as well uh, on Wednesday night. But They've got um, a horrible run of fixtures. They have. And, and, I, and yeah. I'm absolutely baffled uh, why Marco Silva is still in a, in a, in a job. Um, I'm sure well, he'll, he'll lose it before Christmas. What's that but... game yesterday? They were really unfortunate. Really unlucky. They should have, they should have beaten Leicester, I think. Mm. Not just got a draw. I think they should have beaten them. So, I, I'm... I'm not even thinking Everton in the bottom three, but it, you know, it's football. It could happen. It's it. Football's changing, isn't it? So very uh, quickly, it's nothing's nothing's a given. But they they will get Everton. You you think will get out of it? They've got too mm-hmm. many good players there. How much of the Norwich Arsenal game did you see? Then obviously uh, Norwich I, went I only, twice. Yeah, I was working. I just saw the last bit, um, and Norwich were mightily impressive going forward. The movement, movement was excellent. I've got to say, Arsenal looked awful mm. defensively in the, in the few minutes I saw. But like I say, I, I don't want to judge the game as some sort of thing because I only saw the last 10 minutes. Mm. But, I mean, as a whole, Norwich have had a lot of spirit, haven't they? You know, they ruffled a lot of yes. feathers, uh, albeit them, the Canaries, uh, in the first few games. Ho, ho, um, ho. <laughs> but they've been caught out <laughs> since then uh, quite a few times. But they're no mugs. And, of course, no, a difficult game. And, and Daniel Farker asks a lot of his side. You know, these, these are two sort of, um, you know, German sort of coaches, you know, that style, the high press. Uh, I think we might see a bit of... Austrian, an, an, Freddie. Yeah, I know, I know. I know, but it's the, it's the German kind of style, though, isn't it? It's a high press. Um, I think we might see an open game Wednesday. I think we will. Undoubtedly, it'll probably end up nil-nil. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't think that for one minute. I think there'll be goals. And Norwich, I think if you looked at their form last season, they won a lot of games late in the game. They just kept going and going. They, they believe in what they're doing. And that's one thing Saints have got to get back into believing in what they're doing mm. and confident confidence in, in what they're doing. And the only way you do that is win games of football. Mm. And uh, uh, there's a comment here from uh, Samuel. If we are the team to stay up, who do you think would go down? My opinion, Watford, Norwich and Brighton. Yeah, Brighton have done well, haven't they? They've got points on the board. Um, and they beat Tottenham and... They, they've, they've got most of their points at home, haven't they? I think mm. they look a lot more fluid than they did last season. A lot more in, in terms of scoring goals. That was the one thing that nearly did for them that they just stopped scoring last season and, and they, they nosedive. Potentially, that, that's true. But I look at all these candidates: Burnley, Sheffield United, and they just keep winning games of football. And they're, they're off into the distance at the mm. moment. And the only way we can do that is win. This is our chance. This is our chance to get back amongst the pack. Right. A couple of more comments then. Oliver comes out and says, Watford are trying to get Mark Hughes as their new manager. Uh, really? If that's got to be true, then I, I wouldn't hold up much hope for Watford. Uh, and uh, I did I did hear Hewton, actually. 
Yeah, uh, apparently he's, uh, they haven't spoke to him yet, but uh, this isn't the Watford okay. show. So uh, remains no. to be seen. I mean, of course, Watford. You ate Watford, don't you, Freddie? Yeah, we ate Watford. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Ings can have my babies once again, says that the fans need to do our bit and get behind the players. And I think over in my corner in the Itchen North uh, on Saturday night, you know, they wouldn't stop singing. No, uh, full marks to them. I could hear it from over in the other corner and full marks to them. They they really have shown to be the, the loudest. I think the fans should have a bit of a challenge with each other, you know, to, to, to see which side can sing the loudest and the mm. most and and that 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 can get the whole ground going because like when they sung that stand up if you love the saints and yeah most of the kingsland stood up it was you know and all of a sudden the atmosphere's transferred from people slagging off redmond and wall prowse and screaming and hollering to a ground that is given given the team an extra yard but we still nearly managed to blow it in injury time yeah. i don't know quite how close that that last effort was but it, it certainly um, certainly made people uh, quite worried. Well, those last five Especially minutes. the guy next to me who had an accumulator on Saints and was winning a hundred and something pound. Oh, that's so, a schoolboy uh, error. You should never bet on the t- on the game that you're watching. Uh, I know. I'm I know. sure your heart rate probably Saints doubles. No and that last yeah. five minutes, I was watching through my hands. Yeah, I know. And 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 when Jan Valerie just booted it out for a corner, I'm thinking, oh God, stick it in, you know, for a throw in. But we we survived. We, mm. we, I think they should have played Gloria Gaynor at the end. Yeah. That would have been that would have been a good shout mm. because that's what we need to do. We need to have a bit of humour as well and a, a bit of. I, I could say, like you said at the start, there, Freddie. Fair play to that itching corner. They're doing brilliant. Mm. They're doing brilliant, and then and the rest of the ground needs to to get with the get with the act. Okay. Right, uh, right. Everybody in the comments, get your score predictions in, your team lineups. Uh, let's run you through some of ours then. Uh, I mean, the lineup was only one change, only kind of forced uh, Armstrong with the injury, uh, which missed out yeah. from the Watford game. Uh, what, what would you, what would you go with then uh, this Wednesday? Um, you know, Obafemi started once again against Watford. Shen Long came on, made a difference. Obviously, Danny Ng scoring a lots of goals now, and Redmond, you know, perhaps not living up to expectations so far this season. Yeah, I think I think Nathan. Maybe a maybe a stretch on the bench. Oh, Charlie scored. Oh my God, how bad must Preston be? Huh. One nil, one nil to the baggies. I think. Yeah, Charlie scored. Oh, it's a penalty. It was a penalty. He should score from a penalty, shouldn't he? Mm. Um. Oh God. Well, uh, Nathan. Redmond. Uh... Redmond. Nathan. I think needs needs a break. He needs a break. Come on, come on as a sub and show us what you can do, Nathan. Mm. And equally, um, another Booth. Nathan in the comments says, uh, a must win, uh, nothing less than Buffal uh, needs to start. Yes, yeah, I think some of the touches he's shown. Can he do it for 90? No. That's, that's what we asked about Danny Ings, but boy, has he answered that question. He he has been something special this season. The goals, the goals might not be, um, you know, there have been a couple of tap-ins the last couple of home games but he's been in the right place at the right time mm. I think you know and, with, uh, with, the, with the with the kind of individual quality in Gineppo and, and Buffal I think we've got enough about them to kind of twist and turn our ways and, and dance our way to the to the byline cut it back get past the Norwich defenders because I don't think they've got too much quality in their in their defensive line no no that's one thing that's one thing you think that we're going to get a bit of space to play and um oh, 
Dinette Pro, yeah, he looks he's looking good, I think. Again, there's there's slight doubts about fitness because these guys have had a slow start, but uh I I would go with Dinette Pro and, and Buffel mm. and, and Ings. Um and Redmond I I wouldn't go for yeah, Redmond on the bench because you've got some mm. you've got something to you've got some weaponry there. It, it, again, the game's changed so much that the bench is almost as important as the starting lineup these days. If you mm. can, if you can change something round about the hour mark, you, you, that can change the game completely. I think equally at the other end of the pitch, you know, John mentions that I think it's going to be a tough game, mostly because of our leaky defence. So I want to extend on that in terms of the, the defence. I think it, it's important to have a settled defence. You know, it doesn't help that uh, we keep chopping and changing, you know, uh, introducing players in their unnatural positions. I don't know why and what's happened to Kevin Danso. This is apparently meant to be the centre-back yeah. savior back in, you know, in, yeah. in the side, but he can't get a sniff. But Bednarek, Stevens have looked somewhat settled and Stevens has looked a totally different player in the last four weeks. Uh, it didn't look so great with that mistake on Saturday, did he? Um, oh, dear. Difficult. you got Yoshi. Yoshi hasn't really featured, has he, the last few games? Um, it's a worry. Freddie, we've, we've just got to get through these set of games. We've got to get some points on the board and... Have to have to spend some money mm. on a top top leader of a centre half. I couldn't tell you who it is. I'm hoping that Ralph will have done his homework and plucked somebody from Germany, Austria, wherever, or, or or someone that's on his radar or his set of links that he knows. The new director mm. of football. It's it's oh, it's just like a it's like an uh, an, a siren going off. That that's what we need to change this team around. But we've got to get to January in the hunt. Mm. These next set of games decide whether we're still in the hunt or not. We've made a good start. We've got those three points on the board. We've got points should have been three at Arsenal. So the signs are good. But it has to happen. There's no more excuses about we haven't got money to do this and this and this. If you want to stay in the Premier League you have to sort out your biggest problem and that is the centre of defence. Mm. Whichever combination you want and you, you can take three, four, Danso. I'm, I'm very surprised he's completely out of the picture because I thought he'd, he'd come in and did reasonably well at City. Um, whichever combination you want, mm. it ain't good enough. But listen, if if we can't take... Defenders, Norwich... attackers are getting too much space in there. Mm. I don't know if it's the zonal marking or what it is, but... No, but we can't it, take. Uh, Nathan mentioned we, uh, we can't take Norwich too easily. You know, have Puku, who knows where the goal is, uh, scored at the weekend, of course, against Arsenal. And other players are dangerous, as you mentioned, kind of earlier on. Uh, Cantwell's looked like a great little play, young player coming through the system yeah. now. You know, on the fringes of the England setup. You know, playing often in the under twenty one. So they've got players that can score goals. You know, from anywhere across the pitch. Uh, let's run through yeah. some of the score predictions. Then uh, John goes with. 3-2. Uh, yeah. Rahul mentions 3-1 uh, with a very similar lineup to uh, kind of last week, only Armstrong and Buffao introduced instead. Uh, we also have uh, Mark. He mentions 2-1 to Saints. So a lot of positivity yeah. going through the comments. Callum oh. goes 3-2. And uh, let's go with Samuel's 3-1. Uh, I'll go pretty much with Rahul's um, lineup there. I think that's a fair shout. And 
Yeah, well, get get your bets on, lads. That's there should be decent odds for those 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 scores, I would mm. think. Um, obviously, everyone's expecting goals. Uh, Pookie, we talked about there. It's it's not just his scoring; it's his movement, Freddie, and mm. that's the one thing I'm worried about. That these these forwards are finding so much space. We've got to start being tighter in the box on set pieces and in an open play. You can't keep leaving players because you will get destroyed in the Premiership. That's the difference between the Prem and the Championship. It's the mm. first touch and the movement in the box. And Pukki has got bags of that. I, I, I've been very, very impressed with that guy. Impressed with Norwich full stop. They've been in most games. Um, defensively naive at times. We've got to get at them. Mm, absolutely. As Mick Shannon um, would say, you've got to get at them. Get <laughs> to the boy line. Uh, I think yes, I think it's going to be an open game. I think there's definitely going to be goals. I, I wouldn't go. I, I think I'd go with two one. You know, uh, some of the comments here. Uh, and again, it, it's a, it's a case of doesn't matter how we do it as long as we win. Just you know, how important would it be? How important would it feel? You know, to have two back to back home wins for you know it's the old yes. proverbial kind of yep. uh, bus uh, metaphor. And then me, be you know. and then be off off to Newcastle with a bit of confidence. Mm. And yeah, they they had a good result, but they. They parked the bus against City and they got that excellent goal at the end, Newcastle. But again, let's just deal with Norwich first. It's yeah. it's such a crucial game. I really hope the fans don't just think we're going to win because it's going to be hard work. We're going to have to work as hard as the players for that victory. And I think mm. we did at the weekend. I think, you know, I, I've, I ain't even got my voice back now. I'm, mm. I'm sounding like Alan Ball when I was shouting for the ball tonight. Squeaky, squeaky. But that's that's what we all should be doing. We should be coming away from the ground, losing our voice. Mm. Yeah, a lot of horse, uh, you know, fans coming out speaking to me, which is great. You know, they were from the um, New Forest. <laughs> they, they, yeah, that was bad, bad, bad. bad. No <laughs> more. Stop horsing around, Clive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, right, uh, just before we sign off, and in other news, of course, uh, Saints drawn Huddersfield Town in the FA Cup third round. Uh, home tie, what is this sorcery? What is. What is this sorcery? What, getting a home tie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Eastley got Barnsley, haven't they? Um, if they get through through, obviously that's mm. so quite quite a, quite a feat. But uh, yeah, it's a winnable game. Let's get, let's get our names in the hat for the fourth round mm. and see where we go from there. All good, Freddie? All, All right. good. I think we will call that full time then, folks. Thanks so much for joining us yep. in the comments. Lots of you in, in the chat this evening. Lots of you there giving you some score predictions. And great to have you all with us. Clive, thanks for joining me, mate. Thanks, Freddie. I hope the Saints. Thanks again then to Clive for joining us this week and for all your comments on YouTube. But one thing we forgot to discuss is actually the kickoff time for Saints this Wednesday. Our kickoff has been moved 15 minutes earlier and now is 7:30 p.m. in the UK. All, of course, for broadcast coverage on Amazon Prime Video. So important then for Saints to follow up with another victory this week and then the positivity would appear infectious. And actually, uh, it would uh, spawn a whole new outlook for Saints hopes this season. So a lot like Amazon, then let's hope Saints can deliver this Wednesday. Thank you for listening. We'll be back after the Norwich game with some fan reactions. But for now, come on, you Saints.